Welcome to the Body Bag Podcast. We are your hosts, Dave Warnig. And I'm Chris Thomas. How's it going? Today we are discussing the Fear Street Trilogy. This is the first of the, well, will hopefully be many of the uh, Body Bag Podcasts where we discuss uh, the movie of the week. Well, in this case, the trilogy uh, for this week. And uh, we I'm, I'm, I'm excited be... about it. Yeah, I'm excited too. We're being ambitious for the first episode doing three movies in one so hope you guys enjoy the uh little extra content this week um right off the bat uh spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the uh, fear street trilogy we're gonna get into a lot of the spoiler uh bits of the movie so go watch it first and then come back or don't you can listen if you want yeah but yes there's definitely gonna be a lot of spoilers in here all right so the first one is 1994 Let's just, let's just jump right into it. Yeah, let's jump uh, into it. Oh my god, the cheese of this movie. Uh, of this series, just in general. Oh uh, man. I, 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 at certain points, I couldn't tell if it was painful or if it was genius. Uh, as much uh, cheese as was in this movie. Um, right? Like, uh, they tried to pay homage to Scream in the first one, and then... Which, very 90s. Um, that's I think you and me were talking about this before uh, we started recording, but um, the, the soundtrack in this movie will let you know that this movie takes place in 1994. Um, yes, definitely. Go, I think at one point there was a the scene where Dina was going onto the bus and it went straight from uh, insane in the membrane right into creep while she when she put on her headphones. And oh was, man. That was uh, that was insane in the way that they did that. I was born in 1991, and I heard more 90s music in this episode 1994 than I did the entirety growing up in the 90s. Just it was. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, nothing wrong with a little Cypress Hill to get the movie started. I will say this. Um, because at the very beginning, like within the first ten minutes, I kind of was like, "All right, it's going to be one of these kind of movies uh, where it's going to have tropes galore." And yeah. I was like, "All right, this would make a good drinking game. Like, drink every time you see like a classic or corny like uh, slasher movie trope, but don't do that because you will be plastered by thirty minutes into this movie." Right. I mean, in the first scene, they uh, Casey Beckard. Heather, who was uh, played by Maya Hawk, who you thought was going to be the main person in this movie, mm-hmm. killed her off. Which uh, you you just kind of like like made one of my points because uh, in these uh, podcasts that we're doing, we're going to go over our what our favorite kill each. We won't go over every single one of them, but yeah. Do you want do you want to do a highlight of each movie or your main one for the entire trilogy? I was going to do main kill for the entire trilogy. But my right, cause, favorite, cause chose, my favorite kills in this, in the first part, anyways. Because I chose, because I chose like one per, like one for 1994 and one for you know, 78 and one for 1666. And the first one was definitely for me the uh, Heather kill, just because it was so much like Scream. I oh, keep, yeah. I keep saying that she got Drew Barrymore'd just because. Yeah. Even the way he stabs her, just, I mean. Let, let's be real. The guy was basically ghost faced. I tried to do a a, a mini yeah, podcast it was, where, where uh, I, screen 
you could do a screen by screen comparison of the two kills from I, Scream and I tried, and they look almost identical. I tried to make I still might do a little mini podcast where I just clumsily explain the plot of movies and I went back and listened to it and I kept referring to that dude as Ghostface, but it's they kept calling it's Skull Mask Killer, but I kept calling him Ghostface, but he he was Ghostface. Yeah. And another, you know, like thing is like Drew Barrymore was the biggest name in Scream and Maya Hawk is kind of the biggest name in this movie because a lot of other actors and actresses I didn't know. Was was Heather uh, like a character like in seventy eight and sixteen sixty six? No, she didn't play it. She didn't have. She didn't get a, a second role. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what fun the fact though, uh, Maya oh, Hawk is the daughter of uh, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawk. Was that her? Because I thought she looked familiar. She was in Stranger Things. Yes, she's from uh, Stranger that the, Things. That was the same. That was the same actress. Yeah, I knew she looked familiar. Yeah. I, I knew I'd seen her in something. I was like, she she kind of looks like someone I just saw before. Yeah, Stranger Things. Right. Oh, and like really? none of the else in this movie. I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. Oh, I need to say this: the way that this movie, how gory it was, this is what I wanted scary movies to tell in the dark to be. I don't know if you've seen that movie, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh, I've wanted to see that for a while. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. Because if you were like me and grew up with those books, Scary Stories to I love this, that. Well, I love those books. Because this, uh, the Fear Street trilogy was based off R.L. Stein. Um, yeah. Uh, another thing, if you notice in the bookstore, mm-hmm. all the books she was putting up yeah. were the actual Fear Street books. But instead of saying R.L. Stein for the author, it put his first two names, uh, Robert Lawrence, on there. I did not notice that. I have to go back yeah. and rewatch this. But this is what because uh, scary stories to tell in the dark um if you know anything about the artwork in that uh in that book it's very wet and gory itself oh, that's great and growing up with those when they made the pg-13 version i was like all right i was i was uh, i don't know if i have a I, well seeing it now i have a problem with it being pg-13 but this um fear street is kind of what I wanted scary stories to tell in the dark to be. So I, I've seen both, and I would say that alone, I would I, I prefer the Fear Street trilogy over the uh, over scary stories just for the movie. I, I prefer the scary stories books, but the Fear Street movies. And yeah, because uh, they did not care. They used all the gore in this movie. More R-rated R.L. Stein property. Please, Netflix, get on there. Yes, I'm down for it. I want to like, see Horrorland. Like, they could Netflix miniseries of all the killers from this movie actually, you know, going through it. Like, I'd like to see Ruby Lane slaughter her friends. Give me Horrorland. Give me uh, the mask that would stick to people's faces. Give me the killer dummies and everything like that. Oh, Jack, yeah. Jack Give Black, us R-rated goosebumps. Jack Black can stay at home. Yeah. And, and you know, he. I saw, I saw the, the Goosebumps movie. And for a kiddie movie, that's fine. But more R-rated R.L. Stein, please. Yes. But, all right. So, so, so just... As a standalone movie, like 1994, um, let's let's because uh, we got a couple of uh, we're going into this and then we're going straight into 78 and 1666. Yeah. It, we, we went over the first death. Is there anything? <laughs> okay. Oh well, this what I'm about to say. Same for 1666 and 78. 
th this shady veil or sh shady side shady side yeah shady side um they must oh i i think i've seen maybe i think there are only two police officers that work in this entire town and, and i think they're both from sunnyvale they're from the good part of town well yes N nick good was i know but yeah. there's only two cops in this entire in this entire thing and absolutely no adults to the point where it's apparently easy enough for teenagers to have just sex wherever they want to you know just popping pills wherever they want and able right? to steal an ambulance and shoot a and shoot a potentially uh just if we didn't know now that that was a zombie uh who, who was the uh the, the the chick with the knife who would sing uh ruby lane ruby lane yeah yeah like that could have just been a random person in the street, but when she was like attacking Simon, and then yeah. Dina comes and shoots her in the head, and no police officers are enough to the point where Simon can take a piss on the side of the police building, right? And, and, and nothing and, happens. And nothing happens, and no nobody sees it. I mean, uh, I, I'm kind of love it. I, I kind of right? and and love with that. There's no adults except for uh, Sam's mom at the end when she. He was giving Dina dirty looks and whatnot. Right. You would think a, you know, a town with uh, Shady Side's history would have more cops. Nope, just two. Yeah, when you have a history of serial killers, like I think the government should probably invest in law enforcement a little just, bit more. Just two, you know, things will sort itself out. <laughs> right. The teens will. The teens will figure it out. Yeah, the teenagers are. They got this. <laughs> trying to think oh um because that that was definitely something that like every every time i questioned uh uh like how how did the kids get away with this or how did the kids manage to get this or get their hands on this i just remind myself right. oh it's it's because it's 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 run down wrong side of the tracks sh shitty shady veil <laughs> there's no there's it's a yeah. lawless town apparently like the scene when they're in the bathroom and, you know, Simon pulls out the drugs. Kate's like talking about how oh. salutatorian and class pressure. And then she walks out of the bathroom with a box full of drugs. Box full of drugs. And I was like, that's ballsy. Speaking of drugs, um, you know, they had to kill Sam uh, briefly at the end of the 1994. If the overdose on pills didn't kill her i'm fairly certain that stabbing her in the chest with eight to ten epipens would have probably done something i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure that it would explode her heart like yes i'm fairly at that certain point, if yeah. the pills didn't kill her the epipens ten of them would have she is fan. um all right so well you're doing a kill for the entire trilogy and i'm doing one per was your uh, kill for the entire trilogy in 94, 78, or 60. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll do one for each movie like you. I would say the one for 94, and which is also for the entire trilogy, is uh, when they're in the supermarket and fucking Kate gets her head smashed through a meat grinder. That would have been my second pick, um, but just just because of the call, uh, the callback to Scream. Callback to Scream, that's, yeah. That's why Heather was mine. Yeah, I get it. I just thought, you know, cinematically, that one just was laborious and it looked pretty cool. Because you see her face come through with all, mm -hmm. like, the line marks coming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think that's a, I, I, I think I've covered about everything I wanted to talk about in '94. If you want to go ahead yeah. and move to '78. Uh, I mean, well, unless I have you, to say, unless you, stuff, unless you got some more stuff, go ahead. I mean, it's just kind of. I like how they have like the whole, t- you know, town dynamic, which also kind of like a class dynamic thing. You got rich people on one side, poor people on the other. Mm-hmm. Poor people are bad. They were truly the Capulets yeah. and the Montagues of where yes. this is supposed to be taking place. Absolutely. To the point where if somebody from Sunnyvale fraternizes with a dirty, shady Valian, it's, it's very um, scandalous. Yeah, and same thing in 74, too. Like, you definitely see it there, too. Yeah, that, that's why I was saying when Nick hooks up with Ziggy. Which is a good, oh, yeah. which is a good segue. It is. Let us Let's go to 1974. Seven, uh, my dad was like four. I think it's 78. 78. Oh, my dad would have just been turning like 18. I, I, I think, as much, I, I would think that the 90s one would have been uh, my favorite one, but I think my favorite one is 78. I really did enjoy 78. Out of the those three, I enjoyed how much it was supposed to, that it was just trying to be like uh, Friday the 13th. Um, and uh, sleepaway camp. and To the point where uh, Thomas ends up with a bag over his head, very much like, like Jason. Jason. Oh, I love that part. <laughs> and again, no again, this, uh, you know, no adults, just, you know, teens taking care of even younger teens. Yeah, free, I mean, free to have sex in the cabins and hit on the underage uh, people who they're supposed to be supervising and doing drugs in the in the outhouses and whatnot. Well, Everything, I never went to summer camp, but I isn't it how summer camp is though? Like the like counselors teen, are like teenagers, and I don't the know, campers I, are like up to like twelve years old. I never went to camp in the eighties, so I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's an exact. It, you know, representation for all I know, but I mean, they did have one adult there, Nurse Lane. Yes, possessed Nurse. Well, Lane. she wasn't possessed. She was uh, just crazy. She was no, she was uh, searching for like she believed in the curse and she was searching for everything, and she actually like found the room. Yeah, but why did that... she? Why did Nurse Lane try to kill Tommy Boy? Uh because she saw his name in the stone. Oh, is that why? Like, she... Oh, yeah, she, when so she was trying to like save everybody. Stone, yeah, oh, I that's guess I the person that. who's gonna get uh, possessed and try to uh, kill everybody. Because oh. she said she's like, one way or another, you're gonna die tonight. Either I'm gonna kill you, oh, or you're gonna go on a killing spree, and someone's gonna kill you. Unlucky. Right. <sighs> yeah, uh, she was also the mother of Ruby Lane, a previous killer. I didn't know that. I didn't know that much. Yeah, that's why she was so obsessed with like trying to find out. Everything about Sarah. I need Fear. to go back uh, and just. I need to have a checklist or play a game of uh, slasher trope bingo just to make sure that all the boxes are ticked. For, uh, yeah. I think because she's kind of a callback to uh, Jason's mom, like mm-hmm. at the camp trying to get revenge for her daughter. Who you know? <laughs> the only thing that was not uh, like a typical '70s slasher movie is that the. 
virgins in this case were not spared <laughs> like no. all, all the everyone does. Like, you know how in a lot of movies a lot of horror movies uh there there's child death in in a lot yeah. of horror movies but usually it's like a big deal or it's like uh, built up in some way um but not in fear street the children not specifically him. they're only children apparently yeah. in sunnyvale so they are killed with extreme prejudice Actually, uh, if you notice, uh, Tommy doesn't go after any of the Sunnyvale kids. Did, All did the he kids not? he murders are are uh, shady siders. Well, he did st- he did slice up Nick, but then again, Nick was try would push Ziggy pushing out of the way. Uh, Ziggy out of the way. Who but, he was going for? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so so so. So There's all of one the serial, prejudice. So, so I was about to say, so the serial killers are prejudiced? I didn't put that together, but... I'm, yeah, that, they that, only go after Shady Siders. Uh, and, and is that specifically because of what happened in 1666? Uh, I believe so, and I think yeah. it's because, uh, you know, well, because of who actually controls them is, you know, a Sunny Valor. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one who got killed was... Uh, in the first one, Peter, and that's just because he was in the way of them getting to a Sam. Wait, so, hey, hold on. Uh, you know how they were doing like a capture the flag thing? Uh, yeah. Seventy-eight. Now was that was that uh, d- divvied up based on Sunnyvale's versus Shady Sides? Yeah, all the Shady Siders were in blue. Sunnyvale was in red. Because because what's her name? The one who? No, oh no, she didn't. She uh, I was, she got punched out by Ziggy. Yeah. Did did Tommy leave her alone? Yeah, Tommy just Oh, so she just so she's off, just uh, she's just yeah. passed out in the in the outhouse while all that stuff was going down. Yeah, he sliced off uh, Gary's head, who's a shady cider. And then dirty, went after Ziggy. Dirty, dirty, filthy shady ciders. Right. And also when uh the one shady side counselor, uh actually a uh, Sunnyvale guy, he only axed up uh, the girl from uh, Shady Side. There's a. I'm sure that there's a, uh, a message in there somewhere. There's some yeah. allegory in there, right? But I, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say 78 was definitely. I well, if I go back and watch it, 94 might be my favorite because I love the 90s cheese. But I don't yeah. know. I think I think it took me. A I little love bit. the soundtrack in 74 though. I'll say I like the soundtrack better in 90s, but that one's just my own personal prejudice. Yeah. Um, uh, to or bias towards the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it was it was just uh, this this series made me want to watch other movies. Actually, it, it put me in the mood. Right. It made it made me want to watch well a the classics. But I seventy eight made me think a lot of like Cabin in the Woods as well. That comedy. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, it just this this series preps you to watch other movies. It makes you want to really like, just start binge yeah. watching like. Like I wanted to watch Scream after the first one, and I wanted to watch Friday the Thirteenth after the '78 version. Right. Um. Oh, did uh, special kill in in that one? I mean, My... everybody died pretty much by axe, getting chopped yeah. up by an axe. But which which of your axe kills was your favorite? I would have to go with uh, Gary, dude. His head gets sliced off, and then he falls down in the toilet in the house and lands on the girl with a broken ankle. Uh, oh yeah, um, you know, mine is definitely um, d- just because I remember watching this and I was writing some notes when uh, what's her name? Was it Alice? Was Alice uh, uh, blonde, short, blonde hair girl? Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, when she when she was given her whole, hey, you need to let me, you know, do this. I saw my dad die or something when I was yeah. like five years old and stuff like that. I I was writing a separate note, uh, being like, you know, it doesn't matter if a horde of like serial killers are coming after you. We still have a little bit of time for some emotional. Uh, exposition <laughs> right it, it, which the, the movies love doing just out of nowhere just like you know what let me tell you a little bit about my backstory for a second let's just take a let's take a second but i just love this like yeah, yeah i'm going to do this and then immediately tommy just axes her down right. like, it's like the writers forgot to give alice backstory like okay we'll fit it in right before she dies it's it no i'm sure they did it on purpose to to just be like okay yeah let's build her up build her up build her up and then nope nope so, gone I, so just just because it's, it's cheesy and I was actually complaining about a scene like that and something else a yeah movie, <laughs> a movie I'm not gonna give a spoiler for but it's out in theaters now um where this character has this big speech and then all of a sudden just dies if you've seen a movie in the past week it's it's one of the biggest movies that's that's out this week you know what scene I'm talking about for those who know but um <laughs> So immediately, I, that, that one has to be mine just because of like, ah, you caught me off guard this time. You caught me while I was writing notes and didn't see that she was obviously about to die. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Um, Alright, so I think that uh, now I don't know about you, but this point, but it brings us now to the least favorite in the trilogy for me. Well, let's go over to how like 74 ended. Like, uh, okay. they found out how to like uh, break the curse is to reunite the hand with the body. Now I will say this: it did offer a I, twist that I did not see coming, in that uh, uh, Ziggy was the woman telling the story. Yeah, I love that scene where they're both running because they get to the witch's grave and realize she's not buried there. Yeah, so they're just trying to run away and like get murked, both of them, and somehow Ziggy survives. Shyamalan, take notes. I, I, it's been a while since a movie gave me a good twist. Right? Oh, yeah, and then uh, that brings them back to, like, present day, where Dino's like, hey, we know where the body's at. Is the hand still over there by the hanging tree? Mm-hmm. And that's where the uh, part three takes place, is uh, you got Dina and her brother yeah. getting the hand. And then they take it to the body, which is where, coincidentally, where they had the car accident part one. Uh huh. And Sam found the body, which started everything. So when she reunites them, mm-hmm. she kind of has like a seizure. Mm. And it takes us back to 1666. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, thank you. I, now that we're talking about 1666, I this was the one I most wanted to talk about just because it was like the hardest to sit through. Yeah. Um, any movie, I, we have the hindsight of living in uh, 2021 right now. So, whenever movies take place back in like ye old era, or like the ignorant like times of old, it just frustrates the ever loving hell out of me. Just because I'm like, because only in like 1666. Well, I can't just say only, but where a pastor in front of everybody like caught red-handed carved out the eyes of all the children of the town murder them and the entire town sees it 
for what it is. And immediately they see this and go, oh, it wasn't the pastor's fault. It had to be a woman's fault. It had to be witchcraft. Witchcraft. <laughs> had to be witchcraft. Uh, the, 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 the pastor can't just be a crazy person. He obviously it has to be some evil harlot who slept with the who slept yeah. with the devil. And the, funny just, thing is, though, it actually was witchcraft, but it just wasn't a woman wrong doing witch, it. Wrong witch. Yeah. yeah. It, it was the lesbian witches, and, <sighs> which apparently, okay, if 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 the flashback was anything to go by, apparently nobody really does leave Shady Vale because everybody looks exactly the same. <laughs> Right, and that's the one thing that bothered me. Like, I get that they're going back to 1666, and they're trying to make it time accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a why lot they of did were, it. Yeah, a lot of them were terrible, like doing like an old timey accent. I know like, that was that was one of my notes oh, that I God. wrote down. I said everybody oh, apparently so is exactly the same, except for they have longer hair, dirtier nails, and speak in a wonky, what is it, Irish or British, some kind of like act, ye old like a faux British accent, like. A peasant British ex. <laughs> I mean, I, I was trying to think like, all right, if I if I was gonna be given like, hey, Chris, do do a do a old timey British accent. Well, how do you do that? Well, you just enunciate the, like the last uh, syllable, the first syllable of the last word. So he was like, are you going to uh, are you going to the cookout? <laughs> are you are you, <laughs> uh, are you gonna have some of this wine? It was, it was just yeah. like, I was... Wait, what were they saying? Was it like a... I was getting a... Uh, beautiful night to uh, enjoy the bounty of the land. The fruit of the land. Yeah. Fruit of the land. I'm like, I was getting, going I on? I was getting uh, a lot of... Um, what's that show? Um, oh, Handmaid's Tale. I was getting a lot of Handmaid's Tale vibes from that, if anybody's ever seen that. They have a... Yeah, I haven't seen that. It's been on my watch list forever. I just haven't had to... I, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I wouldn't go that far. That if, well, I mean, unless you're into movies or shows that make you feel awful. But but there's a phrase that they say in that show where they go under his eye, or they they say like certain things. I was getting those vibes. Yeah. Ah. But movies like 1666, where it takes place in that uh, era, always infuriate me just because I'm like, because yeah. you because it kind of reminded me of The Witch. If you've seen that movie. Uh, no, it made me think of the village. Village, uh, okay. The, um, you know, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the Shyamalan village movie. But, um, y- yeah. you know, oh, side note before I forget, the-, the series also really made me wish I lived in a town that had a local legend. Right? Like, that's dope. I, I know, the, it's, you know, in the movie they're killing people and serial killers, but I, I don't know. Just, It'd be a cool like thing to have, idea. you know. Yeah, I like the idea of having a local legend of like, oh, you know, don't go in that house. It was haunted by the killer of something, whatever square who killed their family with a axe or whatever. It doesn't have to be true. I just, I just like having like a local legend story. Yeah, it's, definitely agree on it that ma- one. Makes me wish I lived in a small town. But one thing I gotta say about part three is, let's mm. be thankful only half of it took place in 1666. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say I hate, I mean, I, I was actually looking forward to 1666, but 
then I remembered right. that it was in 1666, and then I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, I, for some reason, I had it in my mind that I was going to enjoy that one the most, but then I realized, oh, yeah, pe well, people are horrible now, but people were even worse back then. They were terrible back then. <laughs> but uh, so what happens in 1666 is uh, basically after like things start going bad and people accuse uh, witchcraft and uh, accepting the devil. Uh, they completely ignore the pastor who killed a bunch of children and immediately it had to be it had to be the lesbian witches because the uh, ain't Sam and Dina, I don't know what Sam's name was in 1666 but Sarah Dina was. was no, Dina was uh, Sarah Fear. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. Sarah and uh, somebody else but yeah because um uh, Sam's Sam Sam's well, I'm just gonna call them by their current day names because Sam, Sam yeah because Sam rejected uh, Nick Good's uh, advances brother yeah yeah so he blames them for the witchcraft and it was them that made the pastor kill people and then they hung mm -hmm. uh, Dina or Sarah Free yeah well you know Dina was the one who found out it was a uh... Solomon Good, I mean, or Nick Good, that was actually doing it. Mm -hmm. So he I, basically cut off her hand and then said, "Hey, she's the one doing it." And it was in, like, "Oh yeah, that's true." It was in '78 that I realized that something was up with Nick Good because in in '94 when he came across the uh, dead bodies at the hospital, I was like, "This guy's taking this very well for some reason." He just came across right. a massacre at a hospital. He's kind of taking this like. Like oh like whatever and then when and I found just out, like, okay. and then when you see him in '78 I was like oh okay so he was actually around for that massacre too yeah and that's when I was like all right so this guy that's probably why because he's seen massacres and stuff like that then it all makes but a the bit fact more is sense he was that, the one like, who oh. uh, he was actually like good in control of the massacre in '74 because if you I don't know if he caught it mm -hmm. his father was already dead. By the time they went to summer camp, yeah, because uh, so I he had to a, be the one doing it. Yeah, there were there was a conversation between uh, uh, one guy saying, "Oh, your dad would have been proud," and blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah I kind of got the idea that his dad was dead. And yeah, I know so the and the curse passes on from generation to generation. Yeah, to the firstborn son or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, after all that happens, it fast forwards back to ninety four. Yep. Um, but I don't have too much to talk about 1666 just because, I don't know, just it being in that time era, even going back yeah. to 94 just kind of put me in a mood of like, ah, man, damn. <laughs> just, just, I don't know, just those kind of movies are a little bit hard to watch. Uh, just getting, yeah. it did lighten back up when it went back to 94, but I was just like, eh. Yeah, it did have one of my favorite scenes because once they decided, oh, we need to kill Nick Good, mm -hmm. they pull up to the guy's house who, uh, and his one, little brother helped out earlier. He was like, I didn't do anything. He put his hands over his head. Like, you would think, how are they going to get away with killing a police officer? Well, when that police officer is like the only police officer in town, who's going to arrest you? Yeah. Because, so, again, no adults in this place. Basically. Except for, <laughs> except for maybe the janitor. And... Uh, <laughs> that was funny. When they rolled up to the janitor's house, like, you want to kill Nick? <laughs> He's like... Kinda. Um, yeah, the guy's been kind let of me a go douche. grab my yeah. Let me go grab my jacket. He was willing to kill an officer just because the guy was being a douche. 
Right, like he didn't know that man the whole has story, killed, but that that, can, that man is killed for a lot less, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, but he was one of my favorite characters, <laughs> especially oh. when they, he showed him Sammy's like, oh, mm-hmm. cool, 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 possessed white girl tied up. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like, okay, so uh, any advice on fighting these guys? Yeah, don't die. Yeah, just uh, yeah, don't die. I mean, my girl, my my girlfriend who I lost my V card to, is, is you know got her head through a meat slicer. So yeah, like thirty minutes after. <laughs> I think uh, just one more side thing for 1994. Yeah. That scene when they're all in the like right before they blow up the zombies and they're all in yeah. The, after and, cleaning themselves up and everything yeah. and they all just had an, the obligatory sex like scene with each other I think that's when I fell in love with this movie because at least with 1994 because I was like at first I was like are they about to have an obligatory sex but then when they were showing that ever, literally every single one of them were either rubbing one out or hooking up <laughs> I was like alright yeah. this this movie is definitely self aware of how ridiculous and, it is and I yeah, kind of love it and then when they all came out Simon's like Yep, Did you too. all go to Pound Town? Me too. Me too. I, was, I, was I like, thought that was right. hilarious, dude. I was like, all right, you know, <laughs> I, I, I can totally understand people not because uh, I've seen people on Facebook like say that they hate this movie, and I can yeah. totally understand if you do. But if you put yeah. yourself in the right frame of mind and just be like, this this series knows exactly how ridiculous it is and it knows what it's doing, and if you can just appreciate that, then you will just get in the right frame of mind for this mind. movie. Then, it's great. Then this movie is kind of brilliant and, and yeah. kind of awesome. Kind of like Kevin in the Woods. Like. Yes, it's very aware of how yeah of how tropey and cheesy it is, and it's just like you know what? We're just gonna go all in on it. We're just yeah, gonna... all in on red, baby. Let's go. I don't care. So what? <laughs> so yeah, that's so. I, I when I got into that frame, I was like, you know what? This series is kind of awesome. Yeah. And that leads into like the final mall scene where they come up with the plan to try to kill Nick Good. Yep. Obviously, it doesn't work. Which leads into an obligatory chase scene between Dina and uh, Sheriff Good. Mm-hmm. And eventually, she ends up. I think she stabbed him, right? At the end? Uh, is it that she stabbed him? Yeah, I think that was the she final kill. Yeah, she kills him. And they come up through, like, you know. Because they're back in the caves again, she comes up to where the mess hall, the old camp, you see, which is actually now Sheriff Good's house. It looked like, dun dun dun, and it was super fucking nice. It was all white, pristine. Mm-hmm. They come out of the house looking all dragged and <laughs> dirty, and there's Mayor Good, Nick Good's brother, driving out of the parking lot, just kind of staring at him, and he gets obliterated by a garbage truck. Ah, yes. There goes all the good luck for the goods. <laughs> and uh, and that and that other than the uh, quote-unquote happy ending, Sarah, uh, Dean and uh, Sam like have a little little what was it a picnic right out next to the grave? Yeah. Which and then, I don't uh, know if I'd ever I I I wouldn't I wouldn't risk it, but no. I'm sure why not? Um, right. Josh finally meets the uh, girl he was chatting with online. Yeah, uh, Mistress 
witch mistress of evil or something like that wasn't her name i don't know i actually have a note of what it was because it's super ridiculous it was like mistress of evil or something no queen of air and darkness oh yeah that's right and his screen name was horrible silence but instead of an s he had an eight i don't really i was waiting for the big reveal of who this uh, who uh queen of darkness and air was gonna be i thought it was gonna be yeah Oh, and it turns out that that was the witch all along. <laughs> right? Like, before Kate died, I thought eventually they'd uh, reveal that it was actually Kate. And then... But Kate... Oh, you mean... Oh, yeah, yeah, she died, yeah. Oh, uh, you mean... You were like, oh, you mean you're Queen of Air and Darkness? Oh, yeah. you're so-and-so? And then it's like, yeah. oh. That would have been... Because she seemed like she knew a lot about the legend, too. Just not been... as in-depth as been... he was. That would have been cute. Right, and then she gets her head smashed in. And then she gets her head chopped up into like meat pie. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all, I'd say, oh, uh, your kill for sixteen sixty six. Kill for sixteen sixty six. Mine's definitely uh, just just because of like, it's when the pastor gets shanked in the. Uh, in the, the ribs uh, with the pitchfork because if you just, if you just explain that to somebody like this eyeless pastor who cho- who killed and removed the eyes of a bunch of children gets shanked with a pitchfork that's uh that's, just say that just makes me smile and right that, and as he's getting shanked he's wildly swinging his little hook they took eyes out with <laughs> i just love that imagery of just this eyeless pastor with a eye gouger just chasing down somebody just looks so cool to me right and then just out of nowhere just gets killed with a pitchfork jesus yeah i agree that was my uh, favorite kill as well just absolutely destroyed him but anyway um so this was the uh, our first podcast this is the first of what will hopefully be many hopefully somebody anybody will get a little bit of enjoyment about talking about this um. Uh, so I'm just gonna say right. Just uh, tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't. Tell us what you would like us to talk about. Go uh, to get more in depth in to anybody who might be listening right now. Exactly, and like uh, we're just you can guys. reach us on Instagram. Yeah, we're just a and Twitter. Just two at, dudes who literally came together because we like horror movies, and just said, you know what? Let's just get together and start. You know, we'll pick a movie uh, of the week. And then we'll just get into it. And since it's getting closer to Halloween now, you know, even more appropriate. Exactly. So, uh, Chris, do you want to tell them what uh, next week's episode's going to be on? Uh, yeah. And I've seen that. I've, I've, I've watched this movie, but you said you haven't. Yeah. And I've, I've seen this. Uh, I've seen a character from this get mentioned a lot in Facebook feeds and horror movie uh People, people, he's gaining a lot of following, but we're gonna be watching the movie The Terrifier next, also on I Netflix. Am, I am excited for that. A lot, it, 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 it's, it's still trying to keep up with that trope of uh, making clowns scary. So, it's, it, Terrifier, it's relatively new. I think it came out last year. It was either this year or last year. I want to say that it came out. And, okay. Uh, it's just gonna be one movie. So it's not going to be. Uh, so the next podcast will not be as long, and I'm actually working on a little something uh, that I'm going to be trying to drop uh, before these podcasts, where I watch a movie and then straight away, as soon as I watch it, I just 
immediately try to explain what I just saw. Um, so in case you, for some reason, don't want to watch the movie or don't have enough time, I will try to condense it into a small, like maybe five to ten minute recap of what I just saw with no notes, no uh, no pre-planning, just get right into it. So it'll be... It'll be as if, like, your uh, ADHD friend just came up and, and trying to explain what they just saw to you. So, uh, be looking for that. I'll be trying to drop those uh, before each podcast. All right, and like I said, uh, any updates or if you just want to reach out to us, we're on Instagram at BodyBagPodcast, and we're on Twitter at BodyBagPod. And, uh... My my side project of the uh, recapping is going to be under uh, Killer Cliff Notes, uh, so that'll be coming soon. Yes. All right. Well, everybody have a great week and happy 